Good evening, everybody. I hope everybody's doing well tonight. Hope everybody's staying safe, staying healthy, and not sick. This is David with a little bit of a special episode tonight of What Does Dave Think? And we're going to carefully migrate the waters of restarting the United States of America and getting our economy fired back up so we can do some business. With that said, um, there's a lot of varying opinions out there as to how we're going to do this reopen the economy thing. If we're going to flip the switch all at once, which I don't think that's going to happen. I think our president has made it clear that that's not an option. If we're going to live life under different restrictions, which I think... Maybe something that we see, and it may not be a bad idea, but that's just my opinion. But I do see where there's a lot of social media groups out there that they're calling for various things to be done. Reopen the state now. Reopen the country now. We need money. We need this. We need that. And I think we've reached that point of what I would consider desperation and i'll explain what i mean by that we're desperate to get back to normal i think in some ways we're reaching for things that to be honest with you may not exist and that's not what people want to hear i know there there seems to be this belief that we're going to transition back to the way life was late January, early February, when all this started. And I just don't foresee that, you know, being an option. I'm not a politician. I'm not anybody in the know. I'm just giving my opinion on what I see. I know here where I am, our cases of COVID-19 are still going up a couple hundred a day. Now, is that a result of better testing? Perhaps. Is that a result of people not obeying the current stay-at-home orders? Perhaps. I feel like, you know, our president kind of has given the hint today that tomorrow he's going to announce whatever his new guidelines are, and I think we're going to see something along the lines of People are going to wear a mask. A certain group of people are going to wear a mask. I think we're going to see limits on contact. I think we're going to see limits on how many people can be in retail locations. And I did see where he said he would leave it up to the governors as to what he intends to do in terms of reopening the country. And... I think that's a good option. I've seen the protest out there. There's one in this state called Reopen North Carolina that at my last glance at it had somewhere around 30,000 members. It was a um, Facebook group. I get it. We need to reopen North Carolina. We need to reopen all the states. We need to fire up our economy. People are suffering. Businesses are suffering. 
I know a lot of businesses are suffering, but he, here's the thing. I don't know that there's any time left to save a lot of things, and let me explain what that means. We're currently sitting in what's called a state of emergency basically across the United States. As long as we sit in that state of emergency, then certain things take place that help us out. You know, it. we get breaks on mortgage, we get breaks on rent, we get breaks on payments. Those things happen. But I'm going to be honest with you folks, debt collectors are savages. They are just, most of them are dirty savages. They will withdraw money out of your account without permission. As long as they've got the ACH and the routing number, they're going to get it. They're going to get their money. Don't let them tell you otherwise. We've had it happen here. Um, bill collectors are going to say, hey, you remember that break we gave you? Now you need to pay that bill. And that's okay. We need to pay our bills. You know, part of getting the economy going is seeing money moving both ways. You buy things, you sell things, you get things, you pay things. But this belief that that bill collector will not come knock on your door the very second that you open it, wanting all those favors back that they gave you, that's what's going to happen. Not every business is going to survive when the economy opens. Some of us are going to fall by the wayside due to two things. What you lost during this COVID-19 battle. And secondly, what your creditors are coming back at you for. Yeah, what your creditors are coming back at you for. It's just like that mortgage forbearance that you, that you signed if you sign one it was not a forgiveness the loan was not modified in a lot of cases a forbearance means if you get a three-month forbearance on your loan guess what they want at the end of that third month they want everything back from all three months in one lump sum how does that help you How does that help you? Explain to me how that helps an American. These credit card folks that claim to assist you, if you will. Are they helping you? They're collecting interest daily they're making sure they get theirs they're not here to help us they're not here to give us a break and i know i may be the old the old saying the snake in the water i'm telling you from experience they're not going to give you anything they're going to hand you nothing they're going to say, we want it all. And if they have any opportunity, they're going to take it. 
They're not going to extend deadlines. If it's not paid within 30 days, they might extend that deadline, but what are they not extending? They're not extending that hit on your credit report. Citibank, I'm looking at you. You gave people help on some of their payments. Some people took it. thinking it would be okay, and you did not tell them otherwise. You did. What did you do? You dinged their credit for non-pay. And if you did it, I'm certain, absolutely certain, you're not the only one that did it. How do I know you did it? You did it to me. Reaching out to you on social media didn't do me any good. It was bull crap. There was no help for me. It was money, 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 money. Give, give, give. And I have never missed a payment. Never missed a payment with you since 2014. But you made sure that you got what you, you were out to get. And what did you do? You made it clear to me that if I didn't make it up this month, you were ready to ding my credit again. And I have no doubt that you'll do it. That's called hitting people when they're down. And it's dirty. I called. I talked to you. I called you before the bills were due. I explained the situation. You said you'd work with me. You didn't do it. You still did harm. I'm not happy about that. I had to pay you instead of making sure that there was money for food on the table and to keep the lights on here and to keep my family what they needed. Now let me say one thing. Let me say one thing. The lights are on. There was food on the table. Everybody got what they needed, but with no thanks to you. And I'm going to suggest that not only business owners, but America in general, you better watch your bank accounts. They're coming for them. They'll get them. And you better watch what deals you take. And you better ask, well, if I take this deal and I am a day late, What's the penalty? Does it go on my credit report? You better be sure. I was sure with Citibank. Because I went by what they said. What they offered to do. I even filled out the form on their website. They still did.
they're not the only ones. Some of these business loan folks, they're the same way. And this whole SBA thing, Small Business Association, the PPP program, the Payroll Protection Program, it's not meant for small businesses. If you don't run a fairly good sized payroll, you don't get squat. There's the hardship grant of 10 grand, and I don't know of anybody that has heard anything from that grant whatsoever. Um, the PPP program doesn't really help the folks that are sole proprietors. It'll help the small business with three or four or five employees maybe. I think you can withdraw up to 2.5 times your payroll and some people are suggesting that you only withdraw two times your payroll. Doesn't matter. I do see where some people are starting to get their stimulus checks, which are great. I see where the Social Security recipients have been put last in line. And what you're forgetting is those Social Security recipients, some of them are still working. Because they have to work to survive. They're giving it all they have. I would rather see them get their money first. I'm not the one that makes that decision. That's my opinion. What I'm telling you folks is it's time that we open our eyes. I mean, we could get off on the discussion of what if COVID-19 starts back. Some of you are a little too eager to um, quote unquote shake hands, if you will. To get back to work. We're going to have to take some precautions. I don't know what those precautions are. Our governor, our president, they'll tell us what they are. I don't know what they are. But this attitude of open the world now and let's get back to the way it was in January, that's getting old, folks. That's getting real old. That's putting lives at risk. I get that livelihoods are at risk. And maybe I'm the minority in the crowd. But for me, I'll give up a livelihood to have a life. I don't live in a fancy dwelling. I live in a, in a dwelling that means a lot more to me than having a expensive house. This dwelling was hand created. It's not perfect. It's perfect to me. And yeah, we have bills to pay for it. But I think what this boils down to is some folks have been living as the old saying of higher up the chain than what they can afford. 
Because what's the common thing? We keep up with the Joneses. We keep up with the Joneses. And you're already in a tight situation. COVID-19 has made that situation tighter, has made it unbearable, has made it where you don't go out and hang out with your friends, has made it where making that money isn't quite as easy or is nearly impossible. I get it. I really do. But these marches and people screaming, open the country, go to work. I'm sorry. You're thinking one-sided. It's about you. It's about putting money in your pocket. And it's just like everything else. The president could get up there or somebody and say, if you don't do this, you'll be sick. Half of you won't do it. Because social media didn't say so, or you didn't have the proof, or you thought it was okay not to do it because Sally Jane, your friend over here on Facebook that you've never seen before, said it was a good idea. COVID-19 was in the news at the beginning of the year as the coronavirus in China. Nobody did anything. For people to take things like this seriously, it has to affect you directly. Your family, your friends, somebody you care about, it has to affect you directly. So if it's not affecting you directly right now, as in somebody in your family sick or has tested positive, you want to go back to work. Well, you know what? It's okay. I want you to go back to work too. I'm not going to go in your business and shake your hand. I've got two elderly parents that are sick. I'm not thinking about me shaking your hand and me getting sick. I'm thinking more along the lines of them getting sick. Me taking something back to them <coughs> that harms their lives or worse. And it being something I have to live with. As employees, as business owners, you don't control who walks in your door. You can't. You don't know what's being brought to you. So in order to open this country, I want to see testing, I want to see protection, and I want to see a road to a vaccine. None of it we've seen. We've seen a little here, a little there, and a little more over here. I need to see more of it. I need to see a plan. And I need somebody to tell me what happens when things get worse. Because it's going to happen. Right now, we're not moving around very much, correct? When we do start moving around, things are going to happen. Cases are going to fluctuate. They may spike. They may go up. 
personally, here in North Carolina, they haven't gone down yet. But everybody wants to hear the number of people that have recovered. I get that. That's a positive vibe. We all as humans need something that's positive. I need the truth. I don't live in this world of get on Facebook and click a friend and, you know, sit here and like things, post things, react to things, ha 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 every day. I don't do that. I'm real. Just like the description of this podcast. Just like the description on this YouTube video. I'm very real. Some of you can't handle that. I'm not perfect. I'm not always right. There are different opinions. I respect them all. Even the ones of you that are sitting at home saying, let's open America tomorrow morning at 8 o'clock. I'm hearing you. Do I agree with you? Maybe not. But you know the difference with me is, I'll hear you. I'll hear your point of view. I'll listen to you. I might even agree with parts of your view. You might even convince me that your view is is a good idea. Because part of getting over the, over the condition that this country is in is being a good listener. We have to listen to each other. It's a must. We have to help each other. We can't be divided on two sides. Open the country, not open the country. Well, if you don't agree with me, I'm not going to help you. We're all in this together. No matter what your skin color, no matter what your race, your ability, your disability, fat, skinny, tall, it don't matter. We're all in it together. We've all got to wake up. We've all got to deal with it. It doesn't affect just the rich. It doesn't affect just the poor. It doesn't affect just the middle class. It doesn't affect just the drug dealer. It doesn't affect just the guy in prison. It affects us all. And some people are saying, well, the rich need to do this. The poor need to do that. They need to spend this money. They need to do it. You don't know. I don't know. We have opinions. That's it. That's it. Yeah, I get a little fired up over this. This is a big deal to me. This is a very big deal to me. Because I feel like our country's cruising along. And the social media bandwagon over here that everybody's got on. And you got this person leading this march. And you got this person leading this march. And you got this person leading this march. They got a bunch of friends together. And one of you said, oh, she's right or he's right. Let's all walk down the road. And if some of them said, hey, let's walk off this cliff right here and it'll restart the country. Sometimes I think some of you would follow. Not because you're stupid. I don't think you're stupid. Now, let me be clear. I don't think you're stupid. It comes down to would you rather be a leader or would you rather be a follower?
I'm a leader. I like to gather other people around me. I like to take their hand and say, let's walk, crawl, jump, whatever we got to do to get to where we want to go. Nobody walks behind me. Nobody walks in front of me. It's that simple. Right now, I'm seeing a United States divided. Some of us want to go to work. Some of us say not yet. I think the consensus is we all want to go, but we all want to go when the time is right. When is the time right? I don't know. I know what I would like to see. I would like to see cases in every state go to zero. That's not going to happen. I would like to see every state's cases start on the downward slope. That's possible. I would like to see measures implemented to help prevent contact and spread of the viruses before businesses are allowed to reopen in a widespread fashion. I think that's possible. I feel bad for the cosmetologists out there, the doctors, you know, those type of people that have, you know, their job is hands-on with people. They are vulnerable. I feel for those folks. And I don't know what the right solution is. I'd like to hear from you, though. How about you like this podcast, if you would? Subscribe to it on YouTube, if you would. Um, Just do a search for What Does Dave Think? We're on Anchor. We're on Apple iTunes. We're on Google. And a lot of those other podcasting services that you use. Um, we could go on, but I would like to hear from you. Drop a comment. Be kind. We all have opinions. You don't have to agree with mine. I may not agree with yours, but I will accept it. That's where it's a little different. I can accept your opinion. Doesn't mean I agree with it. We've got to do this together. If you would, when you go to bed tonight, kiss your loved ones, tell them you love them, and we will see you next time. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching here on What Does Dave Think. Check us out on social media. Check us out on Twitter. I would certainly appreciate it. Take care, everybody. Have a good night. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye.